Yeah, I uh, had to switch up my diet. The, the nice thing is, is well, so the nice thing is I do spend a lot of money when I'm like prepping. Like I don't like make meals ahead of time. Uh-huh. Um, but I go to I did go to Costco and I bought a bunch of stuff and uh, you know um, I I got my blood work done and my doctor sent me a message and said, hey, he's like all of your blood work came back fine. You know, three weeks of of better dieting and you know limited exercise, which you need to do more of. And I was like, okay. <laughs> limited exercise <laughs> they make it sound like like the exercise is something that's going to kill you like listen, well, listen. Well, you limit your exercise that's not what he said he said you're doing limited exercise oh you're doing limited <laughs> exercise okay <laughs> the way you made that sound your no, doctor's no, no, like no. listen i need you to limit the amount of exercise that you're doing all right i, I know I you that you're a yeah. five marathon runner a day kind of man but honestly that's you got to quit that man three and a half yeah. tops we're going to need you to go ahead and quit bragging about any of your physical prowess. I'm just you're, gonna, just not gonna, you're not going to be able to live up to that from now on. <laughs> I just, I think you should get a standing couch. <laughs> it's, like a sta- it's like a standing desk, but, but instead oh it's just not a couch. It's just no, there's no couch. There is like, Ooh, is a standing couch just a countertop that you can like lean on and watch things? Uh, no, 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 no. That's a standing, uh, Standing coffee table. Okay, standing coffee table. Okay, that's that like a sense. that's like a countertop. It's yeah. just you know you can roll around. You can talk about it a lot to your friends. <laughs> I love the I love this idea. I love the idea of creating now from safe versus poison the standing couch. Welcome to the Save versus Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever maddening society. With your host Will and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Save Versus Poison. You guys, it's season six. It's episode nine. 69. I did that for my wife. I did that only for my wife. That wasn't a cheap attempt at jokes, but every single time the numbers 6 and 9 are next to each other and somebody doesn't call out 69, she gets actually agitated. She will get physically irritated and she will come at me like a badger who hasn't gotten uh, caffeine very early in the morning. It's very it's very it's it's not good. It's not a good. It's not a good scene. The way that she attacks me, just rabid, little claws, angry, biting, beady eyes, just terrible, terrible. My name is Will. I am your host, as well as being your host. I'm also an addict in recovery these last three years and almost eight months. So, yeah, yeah, we got an exciting show, uh, full of excitement, like we always do, you guys. Uh, Joining me tonight, he recently started designing an eight-armed t-shirt with his face on it because he thinks... It will make his future pet spider cute and more acceptable. I, however, posit that the spider gets stepped on when one of his courageous friends bursts into his house and saves Steve and his family from the monstrous blood-sucking creature out of nightmares. He's Steve. Hi, Steve. Why are you trying to murder my future adorable pet? Because it's going to try to kill you. I've seen so. the movies, all right? I've seen all you, the movies. You are of it. It's not propaganda. Those are real-life films, Okay. All right, those are historical records. I'm like the aliens on Galaxy Quest. All of those movies were historical records. Okay, that every single yeah. movie I've ever seen. Okay, so every. Why do you think I'm so terrified when Tiki tells us a story about a, a, a terrible movie? It's because I I think it's real. I think it's real. 
Those okay. are real to movies. To this day, you're concerned your brain's going to get removed and put into a T-Rex? You have no idea the living hell that I go through every night trying to go to sleep with that inside my brain. You have no idea, Steve. But hey, it's great to hear your voice, buddy. Yes. I just like that you're... That you didn't fixate on the making an eight-armed t-shirt. I actually think that you should do that now. With space for abdomen. <laughs> how how like big do you think off. how big do you think this spider is? If they can make them for Barbie, they can make them for a spider. That's fair. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> how are you, Steve? How's it going, dude? Uh good. 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 <laughs> okay, you good. Little pregnant pause there. As well, we I was, I was, I was really thinking about, you know, getting a shirt on a spider. And yeah, how hard that's going to be? Yeah, you're going to get bit. Well. You're going to get definitely bit. get bit. Thankfully, tarantulas uh, apparently are not particularly venomous. Uh, they can be. They absolutely can be. Is the one that you're getting going to be venomous? Uh, I mean, they all have venom. Well, I, you know what I'm talking like, like bad venomous. I don't intend on getting any tarantula with medically significant venom. That's a really good way to put that. <laughs> that. That is. That's a really well, well, wow. well done, sir. That are you the smartest guy on the podcast? You might actually be the medically relevant. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, it's just All what right. it's called, man. <laughs> no, I, I'm Steve. I'm praising you. Just take the praise. All right. <laughs> First, you had the great idea for an eight-arm T-shirt. Now you're coming up with all these dictionary words. I love them. It's gonna be on the T-shirt. I it better uh, along with your face, but only your face with the curly mustache. We need the curly mustache. That's got to be on there, buddy. Uh, also joining us tonight, he just recently started working out, but the only exercise he's been doing are hip thrusts while maintaining eye contact, and the eye contact is key to the gains. We're very proud of him. He's our friend Tiki. Good evening, Tiki. Hey guys, what's going on, buddy? Not, nothing. Just, uh, you know, being me, working and trying to eat healthy and, you know, do the hip thrust thing. Yeah. I, t- so, all right. So you did, you did send a text saying that you worked out for the first time. I was actually like, I hope that you know that I was being completely sincere when I said I was really proud of you. Like getting friends, exercising, like even, <clears throat> even if I'm literally zero part of that, I still, I think it's freaking awesome because I know how hard it was for me when I started to get into a place where I was exercising and not exercising in like a fun way, like going to play soccer or going out to amp guard or something like that. Like those are things that we had an easy time doing. I feel like, you know, getting me to go out to amp guard when I was in my, you know, late teens, early 20s, that wasn't hard to do at all. But now in my like, you know, forties when I started exercising and just doing gym stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Some days it fucking sucks, but the fact that it gets done, I'm really happy about it. Russ sent me a text today saying that he didn't feel like he should be doing it or he didn't feel like he wanted to do it. And I was like, no, get your fucking ass to the gym. All right. Want to know why? Because I love you and I want you to have good bone density when you turn 88 next year, you jackass. Mm. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, to, 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 sum it, to sum it all up. Yeah. Um, much better diet. Uh, I think my when I went to the doctor, uh, I was down like six pounds over three weeks, but that was without exercise. That was just changing my diet, so that's mm-hmm. actually pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I haven't taken the motorcycle out lately, which is strange. I mean, it's a little bit. Yeah, it feels weird. Like yeah. I need to do that now. You know, that's actually um, more surprising than whatever uh, movie you would normally try to bring into this space yeah i mean i've seen a couple of i've seen a couple of bad movies but 
Um, I I can't even. They were they were like so bad that they're not even memorable. I'd have to like go and look back at my like viewing history to find out what it was. There's this place where you're like, it's a terrible movie, and I enjoyed it. And there's a terrible movie, and I hated it. And a terrible movie that just sort of you napped through it. I think I feel like that's how. That's that's kind of a that's not a bad way to look at it. I yeah. I would say that actually for like the the bad movies that I that I enjoy are usually movies that I can actually respect either because of script or story <laughs> acting something like really elevates the movie despite the lack of budget or say effort by everyone else. Um, I and, just, and, and and yeah. Sorry, sorry. I just love the idea of you at your standing couch, uh, looking at the movie as a, as the credits start to roll, and you're like, I hate you, but I respect you. <laughs> Oh no 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 no! If I like, there's 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 hate. There's like the admittance of a bad movie, of poor quality for some reason or another, mm-hmm. or some deficiency. Mm-hmm. But overcoming most of those things with the with with other things, like you know, I guess I like with a good story, um, a good twist, a good a good acting job by like the the cast who actually you know gave it the role. That's always nice to see. But then there's like just bad movies where you're like, oh my god, this is like. Like the characters are all like, and now I need to go back and get the silver key from the <laughs> werewolf. And you're like, why would the werewolf have a silver key? That makes no sense at all. <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to melt it down into some bullets and then we're going to shoot the werewolf with it. And I'm like, again, he's, where is he even keeping it? Like, <laughs> like, he, does he wear it? Isn't it, does he swallow it? Like, yeah, it's on yeah. a chain around his neck. Come it's, on. It's, it's, it's things, yeah, there's like all sorts of like bad inconsistencies. There's like, um, one of the, there's one of the Dracula movies that I remember which had a giant praying mantis in it, but it was like CGI'd and it was as right. Like you're like Dracula praying it. Where's the connection? Why is there a connection here? I don't understand what's happening. There's there's just nowhere in the lore. And the fact that it takes place in like, it all takes place in like Romania. So you're like, do they even have praying mantises? Like like, are they native to that area? Like maybe one, maybe one. Why is why is it in this hotel? Why is it in the hotel hall? Why is it using bad CGI? <laughs> There's so many questions. That movie is probably one of the best examples of like, hey, we have like this basic property. We can definitely you know move with it. We can definitely turn this around. We're not spending money on 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 copyrights or, or trademarks or anything like that because it's it's open source. Uh, we have like locations. We have actors. I think they've, I think even even has Rudger Hauer in it as like uh as von van helsing and it's like how do you go wrong with this and they they just inexplicably do like just the brain mantis thing just to this day blows my mind where it's like running up you know the camera's in the first person mode when it happens so you're like running up the stairs and you're like praying mantis and it's like what like like, why 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 like it makes no sense it's not the lore yeah why does why does it need more than one monster can't the story of you know uh, a vampire be enough no nope. yeah add, exactly add it, it, yeah and you've got a thorough you know like i said a thorough like property to base this all on it's yeah. it's not like there was at some point in time you went no 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 we found some fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're gonna, that's, we're gonna that's run. what all of these movies always feel like they're just there's something like before the internet there were tablets of fan fiction that were is you know chiseled in stone and that's where some of these movies came from i wouldn't i honestly would not doubt that with some yeah, of them for yeah. sure because how else would they have survived uh. Yikes! Yeah, you um, think somebody went through and smashed all those stone tablets with a hammer at some point? Like, I'm doing this for mankind. <laughs> Damn it, Moses! <laughs> yeah, that, that was the that was the eleventh one. 
<laughs> or the no, not the eleventh tablet. one. That was the the, the third tablet was uh, <laughs> was just a, a script for a really shitty movie. Yeah. Yeah, probably funny. so. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Cool. How's uh How are you guys' weekend? Steve, you first. Uh, my weekend was very sad. Very sad. What happened? Yeah, it was very very sad. Because I beat your ass into oh, the ground. Oh, yeah, that hurt so bad. <laughs> all right so story time we're gamers right we all play games okay well steve and i have doubled our efforts which <laughs> if you thought our efforts were zero before you're close but we've doubled our efforts ha 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 and uh we're playing we're playing more tabletop games ago which is awesome uh i was able to leverage uh my turning 43 to get him to come over for two weeks in a row which is so great for you. I know, I know. You came over. Um, I I made the space hospital before you, though. All right, we you put on we put on SummerSlam, and uh, you had more than a standing couch to 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 chill out at. Uh, uh, but yeah, we got to play War Machine this weekend, which was super freaking awesome. I enjoyed the ever uh, living crap out of it, even though. Yes, I did get um, pretty raffle stomped into the ground. I got I got beat both games that we played this last weekend, uh, which was which was a little bit tilting, but um, still uh, still woke up on Sunday morning with a, a head full of uh, when can I play again? Which uh, you know if 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 you have gaming ADD and you're struggling. Uh, with what to play next, you know that those moments of I don't have a uh, there's no struggle. I just want to play this game. I want to play this game. This is what I want to play right now. <laughs> and you know, going through the the rigmarole of building lists and wanting to put together models and all that stuff. Like, and when you get that feeling, you just want to capitalize on it because you know how fleeting it can be. So, uh, so yeah, that was that was awesome. And I I, I can't thank you enough for for coming over, Steve. That was. Uh, one of the one of the better parts of the of the birthday weekend. Yeah, so, man, it was, yeah. it was fun. Um, glad we got to play. Uh, even though my wins were a little suspect, <laughs> they weren't <laughs> a suspect. Bit, a little they bit luck. They weren't. Well, they all right, luck, so <clears throat> your last win was luck, but I feel that knowing exactly what you could do would have if you had known exactly what you could do you still would have taken that chance i think i think that that would have been your course of action yeah because it would have yeah, been my course so of action. here's here's the thing and, and i and i attribute this to being a relatively you know baby player in this game yeah i would agree um i have yet to beat you by outplaying you um, I think my two closest victories that I've had with, in this of beating you, I've beat you, what, maybe a handful of times, maybe four or five. Um, of all the victories I have over you, it's it's like you made a mistake and I got lucky for the most part. Um, it's yet to be a, no, I actually beat you. <laughs> like, hmm. I outplayed you, I beat you. So that's that's where I'm a little bit like, uh, you know, I'm still not... not completely savoring those victories yet mm -hmm. gotcha all right well you know we'll get there we'll get to a place where you know we're basically 50 50 i mean you've got the you've got the brain for it so I'm I, not... don't, I don't need 50 50 i just need uh a one i just need one i'm just i'm just trying one. to temper my expectations for the future because <laughs> there's a part of me that's like no i must beat you 100 percent of the time otherwise 
my ego yeah. dies. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it, it should die that day when I legitimately beat you. It it, it will in part. <laughs> yeah, it will. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. It will. But uh, I'll, re- I'll I'll resurrect it. I'll revive it. I know what I'm doing. Huh, <laughs> Tiki, how was your weekend, man? I worked out on uh, Saturday. Uh, it was actually kind of a productive day overall. It was yeah. Sunday, just gamed. Not really much happening right now. So, gotcha, gotcha. Anything fun? The game? No, no. I mean, it was just hunt. It was oh, okay. Nothing okay. Big. I mean, I watched some like. I mean, I watched a couple of bad movies. Uh, I managed to to put myself through uh, one called Ape versus Mecha Ape. It sounds as bad as it is. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, no, I, I'm. I, you know, what's really funny is that's actually part two to the series. So <laughs> I was, I imagine my surprise, and I was like, "There's a part one to the shit." Are oh you sure? God. Are you wait, wait, no? Are you sure that they just didn't play it in reverse? Like, come on. I'm. Yeah, it's 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 the asylum. It's ape uh, versus mecha ape, video. and then ape versus mecha ape. The no, it's the it's ape re-apening. versus. It's ape versus monster, or like ape versus space monster. There's a whole thing about this this chimpanzee or this ape that gets sent up into space for like 20 years. Doesn't uh, there's nothing to eat or anything, but apparently, like the Fantastic Four, cosmic radiation. When it comes back to Earth, it has superpowers and it nice. becomes giant. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's so that's the first movie, and then. The second movie is a follow-up, and it just... You know what? They're just bad. I don't even want to get into it. I, I, I wanted to fall asleep through it, but I just... It was, like, really horrible. Like, like, like okay, Tom Arnold plays the president. <laughs> I actually would just, like to see this, just because I think Tom Arnold is one of the funniest train wrecks on Earth. Right, but Tom Arnold is also the best actor in the entire movie. Like... By Did you see him shot. in True Lies? I mean, Oscar-winning performance. He was a he was awesome in True Lies. He made me laugh in True Lies. And he this did. one, he actually plays a, he actually plays like a serious dramatic character. What? as the president, the president of the United States of America. Is this like when Billy Idol did a Christmas album, but it was just him crooning instead of being like a punk rocker? Yeah, I guess. Like it's just real bad, and you don't know well, what you're doing with your life, and you want to turn it, it, off the Christmas music, but it's the only it, Christmas it, it, music it, it, you have, it, it, and your mother won't let you. It would be, but like you would have to have like for like for a situation like that to be like the equivalent, you'd have Billy Idol like phoning it in and still sounding better than everybody else, and your bassist <laughs> is a, your bassist is a guy named Chuck Biscuits. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, yeah, that's so because so yeah, Billy Idol did not sound good, but because yeah, I mean, it's, anyway, there was the so I, I watched some bad movies. I watched uh, I don't want to get into because like I already think I've already talked way too much about them. Actually, I I'm surprised I even re- like I said earlier, I totally forgot until just now. I was like, oh yeah, I did do something. Uh, I did watch a bad movie or three, but yeah, yeah so I did, I did, I did, I hung out and I did that and I played some video games. It worked out. Just had a kind of a casual weekend for myself. I didn't take my motorcycle out, which I'm still like, kind of like in my brain. That it's just really bizarre to me mm-hmm. that I didn't. Mm-hmm. It just seems like, you know, it's like just something that I do. It's, it's weird gotcha. to have not done it. Gotcha. All right. All right. Cheers. And it was a good weekend for it too. Yeah, it was a really nice weekend. It was. It wasn't like super hot. It was warm, but it wasn't super hot. Yeah, yeah. Missed opportunity, buddy. You'll miss that mm-hmm. in, uh, in November, unfortunately. Um, let's see. Uh, I turned forty-three this weekend. Um, had family over. I made green chili. Uh, highlights for the weekend were the green chili and the family 
and the Steve uh, time. Oh, and I played poker. I got to play poker. Um, and I'll talk about that a little bit in the check-in and uh, in the, the sobriety check-in um, uh, in just a few minutes. So, uh, so yeah, I, you know, real chill. 43 feels a lot like 42, which felt a lot like 41. So, uh, I, I don't know. Um, although, it's funny. Uh, I, I've come to the conclusion, and I don't mean this in a cynical way, but I feel like the older you get, the more doing birthday stuff with your family is almost like appreciating your family's effort in uh what they do for you like that's that's like what it kind of like when you're younger the birthday's about you when you're older i feel like it's like you appreciating the things that your family does for you for your birthday and that was kind of a an interesting sort of thought to have um when I went to the gym on Monday and then I talked to a couple of people there and they were like, yeah, that kind of is how it is. And I was like, all right, it's kind of interesting, but had, yeah, hadn't, hadn't, hadn't had that thought yet. Um, I don't know if it was just cause my head was up my ass because I was drinking for so long and you know, uh, birthdays were one more excuse to, to be able to say, Oh, I'm going to make special birthday drinks or, you know, get drunk or something like that. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Anyways, uh, speaking of things that uh, uh, continue to get older, uh, my name's Will, and I'm uh, an alcoholic. And my name's Chicky, and I'm an alcoholic. My name's Steve. I'm not an alcoholic. But I did get cheated out of a spider from somebody backing out of a bet. And I'm very salty about it. That's a dick move. That's a dick move. If you're, if you're going to bet a spider, and the thing... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You stay in the bet. Yeah, you should stay in the. Well, I don't know why you don't stay in the, the bet. bet. You don't Welch on a bet. That's just. Or is it Welsh on a bet? I think it's. I heard somebody say squelch. Crawfish. <laughs> I'm very confused as to what it bet. is at this point. Crawfish you're, to bet. There we go. You realize, you realize that. Well, for me, it's if it's if it is Welsh or even Welch on a bet, then it's referring to Wales and the people who live there as being untrustworthy. Welsh on a bet. Welched on the you grape you grape juice to bet. Ooh, could be that too. It could be. Yeah. See, meaning of Welch in English to avoid doing something you have promised to do, especially not to pay a debt. Huh. What's the? I wonder what the etymology is. Uh, it's, got, it's got to be something to do with the Welsh. <laughs> it might be. Like some of the English were just like, oh my god, those Welsh. You just can't trust them with anything. Oh. Uh, can't find. Let's see. Etymology of the. Uh, this is this is staggeringly good radio. This is awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> So what was the what was the bet? I forget. It was for SummerSlam. Um, a friend of mine believed that Roman Reigns would lose his title to Jimmy Uso, and uh, there wasn't a way in hell that was happening. So I made the bet, and then the closer it got to the wrestling event, he was like, mm, "That's not gonna happen." Like, does he only yeah. have like the what? Does he only have like the one spider? Well, it it wasn't like a spider he had. I. I you know, he would have bought me a spider. I would have bought him oh. a spider. Well, his wife a spider. That was the gotcha. dumb part about the bet. He's afraid of spiders. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, doesn't can, like them. Can, could he have gotten like a, a pet of equivalent uh, creepiness that didn't uh, strike off his uh, arachnophobia? I feel like I would have been okay with that. I think you would have too. Like, but I, I don't know. Like, you've you've told me the price of these spiders of these tarantulas. They and range. Uh, they range, and I don't feel like you would have raked them over the coals for it. Like, why, yeah. why, why Welsh out of the bet? 
And yes, it is from the 1860s, something about horse racing and the Welsh people being uh, uh, defamed by English pig dogs. <laughs> so, it's like um, now all I get is this idea of like the the, the it's like the pikeys all come from the Welsh and they're like hey you want to do the bet huh <laughs> people are like what is he saying I can't understand I don't him. understand him something about the periwinkle yeah. blue ones I don't know. yeah oh my god weird. well I mean if you were I mean like so God this is like a whole other dog you know window kind of scenario huh. <laughs> How much of the spider in the window? No. Um, <laughs> right. Well, yeah, we already I, I talked about it. it. Yeah. No. I don't know. We, well, we already talked about Charlotte's Web and, you know, really the value of the spider over the pig. Absolutely. Nobody, I mean, nobody saw. Nobody saw that fucking kind. Of, yeah. Okay. Great. The pig is nice and all, but yeah. to be perfectly honest, a spider that knows uh, how to spell? What the fuck? But right? Who could, like, spell? Who can, <laughs> That's like. Insane. By the way, understands English? Like, <laughs> it's like. So much. There's so many questions, and everyone's yeah. like, "That is one heck of a pig." Yeah, wow, it's like but the, pig. the spider. There's a. Sp- <laughs> Dude, does nobody see what's happening oh here? Oh God! It's yeah. It's yeah. it's like that scene in Family Guy where the the dude's like filming the garbage bag flowing around in the window in the, in the wind, and he's like, "There's just so much beauty in this world. Sometimes it makes me want to cry." And like it flashes up to God, who's like, "Do you have any idea how complicated your nervous system is?" <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's a good moment. It's a good moment. Yeah, I, I, Steve, I think that you should go up to him and be like, "You owe me seven bucks." That's how much one of these spiders costs. Uh, mostly, I'm bucks. gonna just not let him forget that he, you know, he backed out. Backed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that you should. They're like every. You can like, every WWE like event at all. You can hold this over his head. Yeah, completely. Yeah, you anytime. can be like double or nothing, double or nothing, double or nothing. <laughs> just yeah, two spiders. Yeah, you, or you could just be like, you know what? I, I made a bet with somebody once about one of these pay-per-view events. Oh, wait, what was name. Don't want to name names here. <laughs> yeah, you're talking to somebody else with an earshot of him, and you're like, don't want to name names, but once upon a time, crawfish Tibetan didn't give me my damn spider. And yeah. <laughs> Why do you keep calling me Welshie? Oh, shut up, Welshie. <laughs> shut up, Welshie. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, grape juice. <laughs> Call him grape jelly. Call him grape jelly from now on. There you go. That'll do it. Just, just cautious about <sighs> using. All right. You know. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Not much of a psyop, but you know. First week back. Good, Thank you very much, Steve. Appreciate that. Uh, Tiki has a uh, has sobriety. Everything good? Yeah. 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 Doing doing fine. Awesome. Nothing really to write home about. Um, I don't know. I think that having a uh, having having like basically having like, no alcohol in my apartment like makes a huge difference. Sure. Um, I you know I, I think it's somebody uh, like somebody else I, I was talking with on, online on that uh, the stop drinking subreddit mm-hmm. where like another person posted. There's just alcohol ads everywhere. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like everybody on this, everybody on this subreddit notices that. Mm-hmm. Like we've, like I caught it. Everybody else catches it. It just, yeah, it's something you don't think about until you're, you know, you're just not. Like, the, the, like, like, like even the the the, you know, largest liquor store in, in North America, and it's like, oh my god, like, you know, it it just. It just boggles the mind, but I think that I think that not having that that continuous exposure um, 
and getting used to kind of being a bit of a homebody, that's really been helping me out quite a bit. Sure. sure. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, for me, myself, um, I had one instance of, uh, of, of, of a temptation slash craving. So <clears throat> I said that I went and played poker. Uh, it was a home game. So, um, you know, just low stakes, pretty casual, uh, you know, less stranger danger than going up to the casino, but you know, still a bunch of new faces. Um, and I hadn't seen the host in, I don't know, two and a half years. I mean, it was like COVID, like a year and a half, some somewhere in there, two and a half years, one and a half years, some, something like that. And uh, I don't think that he remembered that I was an alcoholic. I don't think that that registered at all. So I get there and we're sitting down and hanging out and um, things start to get a little bit, you know, past the first hour where people are starting to loosen up. And um, two of the people that were there, one of them was like ridiculously drunk. The other one was on the way. Uh, to getting ridiculously drunk and um it was kind of at like the hour mark where people are like oh all right let's uh let's let's throw some shots down and you know the the host is a pretty disciplined dude for the most part from what i've seen um and you know it's he's in his house and he's got a bottle of whiskey and you know okay great enjoy enjoy and he offers some to me and i'm like oh no thanks man i appreciate that and it was like that moment where everybody else is drinking whiskey which was my favorite hard alcohol to drink um and nobody in the room knows that i'm an alcoholic and it hit me for like a half a second i was like this is this this is this is a huge spot where i could right now say you know okay um i'm gonna I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to relapse. And knowing that I was going to get home later than my wife would have been asleep, being able to basically come back into the house, probably crash out on the couch. And as long as I didn't do something, you know, really stupid, like, you know, get actually drunk, having just the one drink or the, you know, the one drink and a beer wouldn't do enough that she'd be able to tell in the morning. And these are all like the thoughts that go through your mind in the space of like 10 seconds, right? Like it it just flashes through. And then of course I reassert myself. I'm like, no, all of this would be really, really stupid. Um, One, it'll, you know, it'll make my poker game go to shit. And since uh, I really want to make a, I I want to win. I don't ever want to lose. And I know that every single time that I used to play poker and I would drink at the same time, um, you know, the, my chances of having a winning evening would always go, you know, right into the tank. So that was one factor, but it wasn't the overwhelming factor. The overwhelming factor was, you know, I've been sober for, you know, more than three and a half years. I'm doing well with my health. I'm doing better with every single one of my relationships. Uh, my, you know, marriage to my wife is better. My relationship with my kids is better. Relationship to my friends is better. My relationship with myself is better. There's no reason for me to do this. So all of this happens in the span of, you know, 10, 15 seconds, right? This is the the sort of thought chain that, that I go through anytime I hit a craving. And, um, it, it was just, it was, it was just a, a moment that was enough of a departure from my normal, you know, which my normal, way of navigating through life which really doesn't have any exposure to alcohol other than the aforementioned you know way too many alcohol ads or you know going to the 
grocery store and seeing a, a liquor store right in front of me as I pull into the parking or into the parking lot. So other than that, um, you know, things, uh, things were okay last week. Uh, you know, Friday was, Friday was basically it. And, and there just, there wasn't a, there's never a compelling reason for me to, to pick up the bottle again. And I don't know if that's going to be true tomorrow. I just know that that was what was true on Friday and that was what's true today. And hopefully that will continue to be true moving into the future. Steve, do you have anything that you'd like to share? Uh, I was not tempted to drink. Cool. You had some tea. I did. It was delicious. Was it it strong tea? tea? Uh, Actually, so on a a slightly sillier, lighter note, going over to play uh, this weekend with you guys, well, with you, you, um, Tiki's welcome. Tiki, you're always welcome. welcome. Yeah, nice. I just, you know he wasn't right? there saying you guys was weird. Um, so as I'm leaving, I said something to the effect of like, you know, to my wife, I was like, yeah, be good tonight, whatever. And she goes, me be good. You be good. And I'm like, <laughs> I just sort of chuckled. I was like, I'm going over to a recovering alcoholic's <laughs> house to play with little toys. Yeah. I was like, I can't imagine I'm going to be getting them to a lot of trouble yeah, here tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the most uh, transgressive thing that we did was uh, uh, play or watch a uh, SummerSlam. And that's yeah. Yeah, I not agree. really that tra- transgressive. So. <laughs> right. You're still not getting a spider out of that. Still not getting a spider out of it. So, you know. It's like so yeah. uncool. That's, that's uncool. You deserve your spider, buddy. Yes. I'm you deserve your spider. Cool. Several. By the way, several. I didn't say that I was going to be the one that smushed the spider. All right. Uh, it certainly felt that. No, way. I just said a courageous friend. <laughs> <laughs> I am not courageous when it comes to spiders. Uh, no, so actually, I, 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 I've been killing them in like the last couple of years. I just do the whole cup and a thing of paper and take them outside. So if I like threw one at you, depends on um, whether or not I have a gun on me. <laughs> Dude, my 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 dog eats them. Yum. That's yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a spicy <laughs> snack. It's a spicy yeah. snack, right? I don't. She's she's weird. I'm like I'm like oh there's a spider right there and she's like oh and she went over and she like look at it and the spider moves to get away from her and she's like oh, and it's just gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm like crunchy. Yeah. Okay. And then she's like looking at me like are there others? Can I? Can you, was like and I'm like I I'm oh man I had a hard enough time having a cat kill a spider when I, I when I've had cats. I mean, my dog will eat flies and bees, and flies are just, um, they're uh, sky raisins, and bees are jalapeno sky raisins. <laughs> he actually got bit by one, or uh, not bit, but stung by one once. It was pretty funny. He, like, ate it and then got stung and went, yank. Yeah, I see. So my old dog, she would catch, like, I remember watching her, like, once, like, catch a grasshopper. Yeah. And she was, like, she kind of, like, looked at me really weird for a moment, and then went, just spat it out. I was like, <laughs> yeah. terrible. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> this thing's still, it's still moving around. Um, Well, that's, so, the, like, that's was, the future that your liberals in Congress want for us, eating grasshoppers. Well, you, uh, yeah, probably crickets, but yeah. Uh, I've, I've eaten grasshoppers. I mean, you just got to make sure they're dead beforehand. Uh, just weird. It was like flying no. by. My dog was like chomp. It was like she like just looked at me like oh, I was probably still moving around her mouth, and she was like that's odd. But no, my 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 dog right now, she's yeah, it's really strange. I just never I just never had a dog that was like ooh a bug. I'm gonna eat that. Like yeah, that's weird. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, she's a strange animal. That's oh, weird. Man. All right, so yeah, there's our uh, there's our chickens for tonight. Steve, can I ask you a question? Absolutely not. Gonna do it anyways. 
Okay. Have you ever had a game that you enjoyed, maybe had a passion for, start to have the perception that it was dying off? You ever had that happen before? Uh, I believe I've encountered this scenario once or twice. Now, what game do you think you had the perception was dying off that you were so passionate about? Well, uh, recently, it certainly feels that way with Magic the Gathering. Oh, wow. That's really big news. Well, you heard it here first, first folks. That's just it. Folk. I mean, so, I mean that's, that's the perception, right? That's some, of, some anecdotal uh, whiny people on the internet, myself included. I, not, I'm not whining on the internet. I guess I'm whining on the internet right now. Uh, uh, this is whining on, um, on the radio. This is, this is more akin to radio. I don't think of this as the internet. You got to type internet. for the internet. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I, I don't think that perception's accurate. Um, that as far that as Magic the Gathering goes. is dying? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think there are some uh, definite ills in the game. I, I, I think that there's it's it's not in necessarily the best place for a lot of different reasons right now. Um, that being said, they're making money hand over fist. Hasbro is, uh, uh -huh. so it's not dying. Um, after you asked me this question, I kind of, uh, just kind of looked, looked around mm -hmm. to see, you know, different people's opinions, you know, Reddit and whatnot. And, uh, one of the things I saw was that this comes up every, somebody even joked that it comes up every set that comes out. Somebody complains that the game is dying. Oh, it's dying. Um, so this is not a brand new complaint by any means for, for Magic the Gathering. Um, and it almost always seems, uh, inaccurate. It, it mm -hmm. does, you know, it's, it's not dying. They're, they're doing fine. Um, that being said, my perception of it is I, I don't like where the game is, is currently at. And, um, part of that is Hasbro. And they're not only doing this in in their magic together; they're doing it in all facets facets of their of their properties and business. They yeah, are, they've made a few questionable uh, decisions regarding Dungeons they, and Dragons, which is like the juggernaut of yeah of role playing games. And I I saw some complaints about that, and and actually I think I might have even seen an, uh, the headline to an article. I I, I kind of wish I would have read it because it was a couple of days back now. Yeah. Before you had asked me this question about, I think someone asked the same question: Is it killing the game? Yeah. Um, are they killing the game kind of thing? And, you know, currently, at least as far as Magic the Gathering goes, they are, at this point, they are seemingly putting out a new set every month, which is an unheard of rate. They've never done this before. That's a, that's a ridiculously fast pace, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And they're getting more and more expensive for various different reasons. Um they're trying to market certain things as, oh, it's a premium product. You know, it's not for everybody kind of thing. Uh, the recent one, these master sets tend to be more expensive than, than regular sets. Mm -hmm. uh, they just put out Commander Masters. I can't even remember which edition, but um, it's I, I haven't purchased a single, a single card, a single pack from it. Um, not only because, I mean, things have been tight, you know, they're tight everywhere for everybody, but just it's it's not a product that, that I feel I need. Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, there's, 
the last, you know, the last one, Lord of the Rings, I, we talked about it briefly on here. I was super yeah, stoked yeah. for it. I've hardly bought any because I just, I just can't, you know, keep up. You cannot keep up with it. It's, sure. It is ridiculous. And, and like I said, it's not just in their games. Um, I collect Transformers and they're doing the same thing. The, the amount of figures coming out for the, for that are, are ridiculous. You cannot keep up. Uh, I've seen other people complaining with, you know, other properties uh, of theirs. Uh, they, they do all the, the figures for Marvel and it's the same thing. It's just a, a ridiculous rate of, of, of product that, that, they're trying to squeeze every last drop out of us. So um, you had the you had the perception that Magic Gathering was dying, but you've got the overall feeling that that's not the case. So I have the perception of it, but when you actually look at the the uh, the facts, I guess, for lack of a better term, right? When you look at the reality of the situation, it's not dying. Yeah, it is doing well. Yeah, um, and. I, st I have anecdotal, you know, stuff too. Like I, um, one of, not that we've gotten a, a chance to play in quite some while, but one of my, my core play group um, literally sent me a text the other day. I think I'm getting out of the game in favor of this other game. I just like what they're doing better. Um, and so from my little microcosm, it feels in some ways like it's dying. I've seen people complaining about uh, local game shops um, not, carrying product because of the way that uh wizards of the coast and hasbro are distributing the product which is they are giving basically first choice to big box stores if i understand it right uh -huh. as well as um they're no longer suggesting a a the msrp that they've kind of done away with that they're basically saying you guys price it however you want. Mm -hmm. And so that's creating some problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that anytime that you've got, uh, somebody that can buy in bulk and then resell yeah. at, at a lower cost. It's so funny. Cause nobody plays at Walmart. You can't, you can't walk into a exactly. Walmart and play at the local gaming store though. That's a, usually a great middle ground to, to, you know, hang out and, and play these games at, which is, you know, you look at, what product these LGSs are are basically making a bulk of their money on? Like so many LGSs make their money on on Magic Gathering, mm -hmm. uh, and and you know they'll have they'll have other stuff uh, as well. You know, board games and you know hobby games like the the ones that we play. But but yeah, they like I, I think I talked to one game store owner who was like, yeah, I make about thirty five percent of my revenue off this one product, and I was like. Wow, that's insane! Considering what kind of a renaissance gaming, in, like physical space gaming, is going through right now. Anyways, uh, you're still making that much off of that one property. That's fascinating. So yeah. So yeah, like that's you know it 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 feels that way, but it's just it's just objective. Just not true. Not just yeah. not the case. Um, Tiki, how about you, man? Um, so I don't do as many board games or card games as you guys do, but yeah, I've experienced that in the past. Mm -hmm. I think that, uh, I've talked about it before, which is like Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah. Like a really yeah. fun game. Really enjoyed it. And, uh, I, it, it wasn't that I would, I would say that the game was never really complete. Um, there were too many bugs, too many class problems, mm -hmm. all sorts of, there wasn't a, a storyline, cohesive storyline to it, but it was a great world building, uh, job they had done. 
I mean, it World was a sandbox. It was a they did a good job. And when yeah. they but when they when World of Warcraft came out, uh, like you know, the, the servers just emptied. Yeah, yeah. Um, in favor of a much better, much cleaner, uh, you know, and a much less buggy game experience. But, um, yeah, for nostalgia purposes, I've actually I uh, found some people who are doing uh, who are running their own servers uh, with the with the old code. They managed to like somehow get it back up and running, and you could go and you could like go to all the old places. But there's nobody in the in the game, which, mm-hmm. is, you mm-hmm. know, which just this is big vast emptiness to it. But that was probably the best example I can think of of a game that that I had enjoyed so thoroughly that just kind of you know um, just kind of died off the way that it did and was really disappointing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know you have to they, you need to innovate and you need to you, it, I mean it, Galaxy's like last death throes was to attempt at copying World of Warcraft mm-hmm. and and in so in that was a very like that appeased like this new crowd that really wanted this World of Warcraft experience but weren't getting it mm-hmm. but it also infuriated the the remainder of the fan base who enjoyed the, the, the game in the way that it was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they try to please both crowds and, it, and they just wound up pissing everybody off. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, it's dead now. It's, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a fun game. Uh, I played, uh, let's see, old Republic as well. Mm-hmm. I'm a big star Wars nerd. I, I just had a, I don't know. I, I just had a really hard time with that, with that one. I mean, it really was world of Warcraft with a, um, with a star Wars skin on it provided that you also, you know, saw that they did a really good job of implementing the storylines for each one of the characters. Um, but if you weren't, if you weren't, if you were interested in the more kind of crunchy version of an MMO that Galaxies was, and it was considerably, considerably more crunchy than, than World of Warcraft was, um, then yeah, yeah, I, that would be dis- that would be a disappointment. But that actually yeah. gets into the to kind of the next question that I'm going to ask after I, you know, go into mine. Um, so right now, you know, Steve and I are playing War Machine. Uh, for Steve and I, there's it's a little bit of a renaissance because we hadn't gotten to play for a while, and we're now trying to make strides towards playing because we have a convention that we're going to, hopefully in November, where that's the game that is prominently featured at that event, and we're really excited about playing at that event. Um, one of the things that has happened recently is, uh, there's been turnover from a third edition to a fourth edition. Now, every single turnover of editions for almost any game, and I feel like there's a whole bunch of people that come out of the woodwork to start saying doom and gloom, doom and gloom, everything's going, everything's going to pot, this isn't the game that I got into, blah, 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 blah. Um, each iteration of War Machine, though, I feel like has kept some very core pieces to it along the way that have made it feel like the same basic game. Like I still get the, the crunchy, you know, enjoyable combat um, and, you know, the lore is good and blah, 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 all that stuff. Well, there's been a couple of things that have bothered me about the Mark IV rollout, the, the fourth edition rollout here. And it has in conjunction with the closing of game stores during COVID has basically dropped people's expectations of privateers presses, the the company that makes War Machine, their ability to put this game out in a reasonable way. It's tanked a lot of that perception. Like 
during Mark II, which was the height of uh, of this game, there were legitimate thoughts that this could be the next number one game uh, for a competitive system that would finally overtake the G the the GW Juggernaut because GW their 40k their Warhammer 40k universe is far and away um, the the biggest of all of the tabletop games. Well, this one was legitimately a contender. They were in a really good place to be able to capitalize on that. But unfortunately, a couple of mismanaged moments during the transition from Mark II to Mark III, and now some really big um, mismanagement from the transition uh, of Mark III to Mark IV. And there's a lot of people that are looking at these flaws and going, this game is just fucking dead. So <clears throat> the next kind of the next kind of questions that I've got uh, for both of you, I'm gonna start with Steve first. Is one is financial security the same as game health? So you talk about Hasbro making money hand over fist. Can a game die while the company that is making it is making money? off of that property? Uh, I don't I don't know that I have the answer to that. I yeah. mean, probably, but also until I see it happen, I I can't I don't I don't know that you can really answer that, you know what I mean? Like if they're still if they're still making money off of it, then then obviously people are buying it and mm -hmm. people are playing it, right? Well, so they're buying it. Are they playing it? I mean, I would I would presume that overall, probably. Um, I I feel like I, I I don't see a scenario where people are just buying it to to just you know to collect it. Yeah, like at least not not in any sustainable way mm -hmm. i guess is what i'm i the word i'm looking for there like i don't see even though <laughs> even though i to a large extent i do sort of do that myself mm -hmm. um i think that most people are are buying it for the game itself um i i still see posts and you know a tweet here and there somebody saying you know like Hey, just getting into the game, what should I pick up kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Um at least as far as magic's concerned. Um so yeah, I don't I don't think that if if there's still um it, again, I don't know that the game is necessarily uh at a healthy point, but I don't know that that's the same as it dying. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Like um just because I don't personally see what they're doing as as uh, good for the game. It may not be the game that that I got into and fell in love. And I think that the War Machine is a good example of that too, right? Like, I, I've seen plenty of the same um, comments that that I'm sure you have. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've probably seen more because you get out to these stores a little more, right? Um, uh, like a little, not to a play. More, I mean, I, I more do than me chat with people about it, and yeah. you know, I'm always asking because there was a point in time when every single game store in Denver that I would go to had a stock of War Machine and Hordes. That sure. is no longer the case. It's been replaced by it's been replaced by Infinity or Bolt Action or 
Uh, I mean, the Warhammer stuff has always been ubiquitous with almost all of these shops. So that's that like those areas in these game stores really haven't changed whatsoever, whatsoever. But, uh, you know, there are new offerings on game store shelves that have established um, intellectual properties and better rule sets and better for for whatever reason they have um a better ability to bring product to market like um star wars legion is a fantastic example of this it's got a good rule set it's got an incredible ip that's unbelievably popular and all of the materials in the game boxes that you purchase are all of the absolute highest quality. They're polystyrene plastic, which is the gold standard for creating miniatures. They are, uh, you know, all of the card stock for all the cards that come for, you know, each of the markers and the units and all that shit. All the dice, all the little bits of terrain that come in it. It's all fantastically well made. There are options for people that don't want to put their money or trust into something that comes out in what effectively is a beta status. Yeah. You know, pivoting onto that note, that's the way that uh, I really felt about star Wars galaxies by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. There were still, there were still so many problems with so many classes. I think, I mean, to your point though, you can make, you can, you can make money hand over fist. You can be doing all of these like, um, all the all these things that, but at the end of the day, if your if your product or your the experience becomes kind of uh, turns kind of vanilla, kind of plain, you have to continue to innovate. Mm-hmm. You have to continue to find new things, new ways of drawing people in and keeping them engaged. And I think like when you look at like a World of Warcraft, that's by far probably one of the best models. Well, um, so so I have, I have an even better model because you know Sony Online okay. Entertainment, which created both EverQuest and Star Wars Galaxies. Yes. EverQuest is still going. EverQuest is on like it's like 25th or 26th expansion. They've been going since 1998. It still exists. There's still servers. Yeah, there's That's insane to me. That, game, huh? that <laughs> is. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is if that experience becomes, what I'm saying is that if that experience becomes that, that, that vanilla, that plainness, um, or if your fan base just becomes dissatisfied because of, uh, because of cost benefits. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a number of reasons why, but you have to keep on innovating and, at the end of the day, when when Sony Online Entertainment tried to make every you know try to please everybody on on both sides of that aisle, they they failed so phenomenally that mm-hmm. that it pretty much tanked the game. Um, to that extent, the, I think World of Warcraft is a good one. Uh, I didn't even realize EverQuest was still around. That's yeah, like, yeah, not many like people are. Say, yeah, it's like if I was to tell you that uh, AOL is still around. Yep, shit, it still exists. People don't really realize that. Yep, yep. Um, but what what you're what 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 it is is you you have to you have to continue to, and if you don't if you don't innovate if you don't go out of your way to really I mean cater to the 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 right people to to gear your product or your game towards the right people mm-hmm. you'll find that somebody else will and and it, there's a there's a, a very I don't want to call it like a, it's a cycle it really is. If you if you fail to do these things, or if you piss off your fan base to this extent, then somebody else is going to step in and have that particular product that is what they are looking for that you failed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree so, with that. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting. It's 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 good stuff. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, uh, yeah economics. Uh, look at that, man. Oh my god, four years of college paid off. Ta da! Uh, jokes <laughs> on them. I went to college for six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know, then the 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 next question becomes, if you're if you if you have the perception that your game is dying, but um, you know. Steve and I can still, we still have the physical media. We still have the models. We still have old editions of the rules. We could still, we could technically still take all of that stuff and provided that there were other people that were like us in this day and age of the internet, we could create a small community amongst, you know, five or six, seven passionate people who just continued to want to play, even if the game was not available to us. Ticky, when a video game, especially one that's an online service, when it loses its player base and stops being able to support itself um, monetarily, sure, servers get shut down. What yep. do you do with that energy? What do you do with that energy? Like, you tried Star Wars uh, The Old Republic, um, yeah. and it wasn't for you, which I totally get. I tried several games at the time. I tried uh, that one I, I talked about a little while back called Face of Mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a complete dud. Uh, although I think you said it's still, it's still out there. I'm like, wow, no shit. <laughs> Wasn't really expecting that. That that game sucked. Um, I tried different things. Uh, I, I I did research, looked into different games here and there, and I and I really just never. Uh, to be entirely honest, I just I just I I went got a console. Yeah. I just went and got an Xbox and uh, started playing that. And that, and that was like the easy solution to it. I didn't have to go and do a ton of research. There was lots of information out there about the different games. There's not the MMO like, say, uh, population to interact with, mm-hmm. but uh, there's still plenty of you know, there's still plenty of people to talk to, plenty of people to talk shit to. Mm-hmm. It's still, still fun enough. Just it wasn't, um, it wasn't that it wasn't that same experience. Sure. Like I, I don't I don't know that I'm ever gonna find a, a game that I enjoyed just exploring and being in the expanse of and, and, and hanging out with people as much as I did galaxies, but that's, that's fine. Yeah. I've got other, I've got other things to do with my time these days. Sure. And, and you know, being able to say, uh, I, you know, I once loved this thing. Now I'm going to move on. That's, I, I you know, I think that's a healthy way to look at it. Um, I do know that there are MMOs where the servers have shut down and a, talented and passionate group of people have kept private servers up like there's a there's a um there's a return to reckoning is the name of the server it's a um, warhammer online age of reckoning was a warhammer fantasy uh mmo that had like the first 10 levels were really really polished and a lot of fun and they built it off of the sort of bones of dark age of camelot which um was a was another MMO. It wasn't it was an MMO, but it was like a realm versus realm PvP combat yeah. MMO. So they built the game based off of that um that kind of model, the PvP with like some PvE stuff that you could like you can go and do some questing and stuff, but the the main focus was fighting other players. And with the you know sort of rich backdrop of Warhammer online or Warhammer um uh fantasy as the the sort of setting for it there was like a ton of like ip to draw from the art direction was really good like it was buggy as shit and it was not well done past the first like 15 20 levels as far as like being able to adventure out into into you know the world um but the the combat was still fun 
enough that you know there was still a dedicated fan base at least a dedicated enough fan base that i think this game ended in 20 like 2009 and it's like this one server is still active and going which is kind of interesting but you know steve what would you do if privateer press shuttered tomorrow would you try to get rid of the models would you just dump them do you keep them in a box do we try to you know recreate a small community of like-minded players who are still interested what what do you what would you do um i i think for me uh, i just go with the flow man no uh <laughs> <laughs> fence sitter right no so what i mean by that though is is you listed off what like four different options there yeah, yeah. and they're all things that i would do i would pr- the first thing i would do it i would probably keep playing with the people that I knew who'd, who'd still be willing to play, right? Yeah. Who still wanted to play the games. If, as much as I want uh, new stuff and other models, if I didn't buy a single other model than the ones I already have, mm-hmm. I'd be perfectly happy to play this game with what I got. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the appeals, that, that's always been one of the appeals of the these games um, to me. I didn't feel like I was chasing nearly as much as I did with, like, Mansion or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you play, Ryan plays, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you, you you know, you know, other people play, we'd probably be able to cultivate a community to keep, to keep enough, you know, enough playing here and there. Not saying it'd be like an everyday sort of thing, kind of, sure. you know, we, I think we'd be able to, to, to limp along in, in, in that community if, if. And again, that's saying, you know, that privateer press called it, called it quits, uh, tomorrow. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that being said, I would imagine that eventually that would kind of peter out. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like as, as these things do, um, for me, I would, I don't know that I would sell them, but again, I am a newspaper subscription away from being a hoarder. (laughs) Um, I like my stuff. Yeah. Um, I, enjoy the hobby aspect of of this game um i i like putting the models together um not that i'm very good at it or have the time i like painting them yeah um i'm perfectly content with that i love knickknacky crap too so like i would be perfectly happy having them on a shelf to look at Mm -hmm. um i want a tarantula which is effectively just a fancy pet rock i'm okay with just having shit in the corner (laughs) that was wouldn't bother me at one bit you know um so yeah i i think that's that's what it would be for me um that being said i've i've also come to just the end the natural end of, of games for, for myself. And I'm not saying that that wouldn't necessarily happen here, but like I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh that game changed to a point where I no longer wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, at this point I am looking to get rid of that stuff, looking to get rid of those cards and, and, and everything. So I do get hint, hint America. And yeah. So hit me up if you're looking, um, no, what uh, what I what I mean with that is that I I also understand how some people would get to the point with with this game or could get to this point with with any game to where they're like ah you know what it's just not for me anymore mm-hmm. I'm out um, but there's still plenty of people who play that game mm-hmm. so you know there's there's plenty of people who play Yu Gi Oh I I would imagine that 
regardless of whether they shutter tomorrow, whether they change exactly how, you know, have, I mean, they basically have changed exactly how they're um, putting out their product. I think that there'll, there'll be people who play and, mm-hmm. you know, there always sort of will be. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I have this, I have, I have a passion for, for this game in particular for war machine and hordes in particular it's one of the first games that i you know i played with russ and we played you know i I had so many incredible nights playing with russ with cinco um uh, now with you steve Uh, i have somebody that i'm introducing to the game this weekend that i'm really excited about because he's young he has uh you know momentum he has geek momentum he's only 25 years old and he's you know he's he's got a great social skill set and is a really fun guy really really quite bright and i think that he will take to this game very very well i see the new models coming out for this game and i'm excited for the sculpts i'm really excited for the sculpts that's not that's not uninformed by the fact that the uh that one of the lead sculptors for these projects is a friend uh doug hamilton still makes uh, he he designed all the dusk stuff guess what i'm buying i'm gonna buy that dusk box um you know eventually so I, i'm i'm really looking forward to it i every single time that i go to warfare weekend i see like you know two three hundred people all enjoying this game i'm revitalized with uh with my own you know kind of passion for it and I've, I've taken a couple of detours into other systems but every single time i think what do i want from a competitive game that also has a decent balance and the fluff is fun and the the models are good i i can't stop coming back to this game like it it's it's you know it, it's just it it fires on so many friggin' cylinders for not only the collector in me, but the game player and the person that wants to have, you know, at least a fighting chance anytime that I sit down to play this game. So uh, it's not so something I, that I can say about Games Workshop. So please, Steve, go ahead. I, I think you touch on something that is very important to uh, kind of this conversation, right? To to the, right, we're talking about games dying. We're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, like, what do we do? Well, I think it is somewhat incumbent on those of us if if like you you have a passion for this game um to to try to propagate it to Mm -hmm. you know like you said there used to be these communities i don't see a reason why those can't return and obviously our time gets limited as we age and stuff like that but um there is there is some something of of uh of uh oh god i'm not even sure the word i want but there's something of, of a responsibility for lack of a better word i think that's a good word um on on us to be sort of ambassadors for the game right like if you love this game then then get it out there yeah get a new player yep. uh, i mean that's how i used to feel about about magic i i was always wanting to introduce new people to it yeah not and that, you did a good job that, too well yeah and it's not like that game needed me to like that game again since 19 what 94 96 um it has been going mm-hmm. right and, and 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 growing and it is where it's at right now um but for a game that maybe isn't in the best of health right now, like War Machine Hordes, um, yeah, there's there's no reason that uh, you and I going to, you know, like I, I thought about this the other day, how, how you said, you know, you can come over here to uh, uh, 
hobby town and we can play there mm-hmm. there's no reason that doing that wouldn't get people potentially back in on it and more yeah. interested yep so 100 percent. i think uh friday nights they have open gaming well there you go Ta-da. <laughs> so um yeah yeah uh cool. excited to play excited to model excited to paint excited for all 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 the bits Tiki, did you have guys? something uh, no, I was just going to say grooming used to only happen online. Now it's, uh, it's, it's back to table, pen and paper. So good. Yeah, yeah. Good I don't think you. it's so much grooming as indoctrinating. Yeah, I it's it's more it's more cult oh, really? indoctrination, which difference? since you're the only one here that actually leads a cult, could use your help, buddy. You want to come over and learn how to play War Machine? I'm getting really awkward with me right now. I don't think you're allowed <laughs> to groom me. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys got anything else here you want to share tonight? Nah, I'm good. Steve? No, I'm all right. All right. Like every episode of Save vs. Poison podcast, we like to shout out to Privateer Press and say thanks for making such a great game. Can't wait to continue uh, playing it and supporting it. But also to the mutual support groups we hope you turn to in your time of need. Alcoholics Anonymous, aa.org, 212-870-3400. Moderation Management, moderation.org, 212-871-0974. Secular AA, that's aasecular.org, 323-693-1633. Smart Recovery, smartrecovery.org, 440-951-5357. And Women for Sobriety, womenforsobriety.org, 215-536-8026. And for friends and family of addicts that could use a little help in a group-type environment, there's Al-Anon Family Groups at www.al-anon.alateen.org or 1-888-425-2666. If you're interested and you're in the Denver area and you might want to get together and try out this wonderful game of War Machine, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter, at uh, versus underscore save. Hit us up uh, on Facebook, uh, save versus poison. Uh, hit us up. You know, figure out a way to, 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 to get a hold of us. And if, barring that, you know, local game stores, it is coming back into vogue. I don't think that it's dying. I think that there's been some stumbles. It's in a beta phase right now, but uh, the prospects for the future, I think, are very, very bright. From all of us here at the Save vs. Poison podcast, I'm Will. I'm Jiggy. I'm Steve. And we wish you warm, creamy regards. Good night, everybody. You've just listened to another episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast. If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at vs underscore save on facebook at the save versus poison podcast and streaming live on twitch at twitch.tv backslash svp podcast thanks so much for joining us and stay safe everyone <laughs>